0: This session is going to be steaming hot, my friend. Welcome back to another episode where I get to bear it all, unveil behind the curtain and really give you exactly what you've been wondering about on how I finally made 2022 with a declaration that I will be having, I will be working on consistent 10K to $20,000 a month, having the 10 hour or less work weeks without compromising client results and having to live life within my own terms. Now, from the previous episode, I've shared the framework on how do you get to consistently have $20,000 cash months and beyond. And the framework basically is having clear, transformative, progressive and profitable way of doing things. Now, what makes this episode different? All right. So I promise that I will be coaching you more in the next coming days from here on and I will be coaching you with a step-by-step strategy and tactic on how you'd be able to make it happen even if you're starting from zero. And as an exchange, I'd love to learn what transpired once to implement them. Okay. Is that a deal? Well, all you gotta do is message me on Instagram. It's Cassie Pajarillo and I look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty. So let's start with the shifts first. Okay. What brought me towards the quantum leap of doing less yet being more? So it's really intentional. As much as we've got our systems, our processes, and our structures in place, there's more than strategy and tactics, which I will share with you in this episode. And may it also open your mind and your heart when it comes to getting more of what you want. Now, are you ready? Feel free to have a pen and paper with you or listen to this episode and take in what you need to help you progress and become the person you wanna be with the exact strategy that I did and which my mentees are also currently doing that has made them reach consistent $20,000 cash months. Okay, so first, it's the embodiment on having million dollar decisions, okay? It's having to have this rock, solid conviction. The conviction that I have, that I strongly been sharing, is that I strongly believe when wealth is in the hands of good, happy women with integrity, nothing but happens in the society. What more if we get to enable dreams together, the community together flourishes too, right? Don't you agree? Now, did you just catch that? I didn't say that I would love to have more money now (laughs) because honestly, everybody wants to have more money, right? But what I did there is that my conviction is the forefront of what I do. Okay, it's really having to have that mission, that purpose, rather than just chasing where the next client is going to come from. What is the next milestone here? What is the cash that I want? Right. And who is it going to be? Right. How is it going to be like and how am I going to have the next client for them to say yes to me? Right. So none of those worry me anymore, but rather it's having to know that I am actually working on a big mission. Okay, now, what does a million dollar decision really mean? Okay, so it's not spending millions or waiting to become a millionaire before you make things happen, but rather it's all about embodiment. It's all about having to already know like what does this seven-figure Cassie looks like and having to know like what are the things that I can implement now so that I can embody that wealthy self already. It's having to have firm, quick decisions aligned to the values and beliefs. Now, if my conviction is about turning or having more women become their most happiest and wealthiest selves with integrity, I also have to ask myself and train myself every day this kind of internal conversations um, in the things that I do okay so i would ask myself will this give me peace will this give me happy will this give me happiness rather it would it will it give my people happiness as well what does happiness look like to my women what does wealth looks like for them how can we actually achieve that right now what does happening mean to everybody and how can it affect us collaboratively as a community okay so it may sound simple that it takes practice But overall, whatever endeavor that you get into, what I found to be true is that everybody just wants peace. Everybody wants to have that security of feeling, um, feeling stable, right? Having to know that they are at peace where they are, what they've yet to do. And will this also give them peace to those whom they'll serve and surround themselves with? So basically, it's having to have that situation wherein they are in control of their feelings, in control of what they do, and they are not restricted um, because of them always chasing for the next big shiny object or that next shiny thing, right? So this is my invitation to you. I would love to invite you to really dig deeper into the why, even if it's not that clear or certain yet, right? So at least I would, I would invite you to have a pen with you and then write down what would the seven-figure you looks like okay and then what is she doing what is he doing what are they doing what is she uh, working on how is she showing up what is her promise to herself to her people right so what is it that you're fighting for or strongly believe in that needs to put an end to or needs to start right choose a hint of activism in here okay so and ask for the integrity piece It's having to ask myself first, too. I ask myself, is this really what I believe in? When I commit to something, will I be able to follow through and be responsible of my decisions? Or if I find that it's not for me, will I stand firmly into that accountability and oblige because it's a commitment that I promise to comply, not just for myself, but who, of course, is on the other side? right so basically it's having to honor the entire piece of do unto others what you want others to do unto you and although there were chances in the past that i may have not embodied that that yet, yet this was a huge hurdle for me to go through too so that's why it's important to have that conversation with yourself and that certain level of self-awareness everything boils back down to a choice even if you don't choose okay this is the tricky part even if you don't choose it's still a choice of not choosing so With million dollar decision, it's having to choose being joyful, even if it's hard and you can make hard things simple, right? It's having to choose and having to have those shifts with the way that you see things, um, how you understand situations, uh, the willing to understand the choices that you make, um, having to have that alignment with the conversations internally and what are the things that you do externally, right? They're all about choices. Now, the second piece here is having to detach from the emotion. When making decisions, especially those big-ticket or risky decisions, it's having to decipher and ask yourself, if you really, really want it, what will it take for you to make it happen, right? If there's fear, it's having to self-coach yourself. What is it that you're fearful of? Identifying it, being specific about it, and also having to ask yourself, do you trust yourself, okay? Is it because of some sort of, of discomfort, but would you know do you think that this is going to be that one that will take you to the next destination it's like paying for an online um no an airline ticket rather it's about it's about having to have that risk and this decisiveness if you have an airline ticket compared to taking the bus or the the boat right with an airline ticket you get to their destination maybe in just a couple of hours in comparison to taking the boat or the bus it will take you maybe a week to get there right it's having to uh, weigh also the facts and what are the objectives on why you should go to that certain destination so what is it that you're willing to risk are you willing to risk uh, money in order for you to get to the destination faster? Or are you willing to spend um, just a little bit, you know, lesser than the, than the plane, right? But you're going to be tired. There's going to be more hours for you. It'll take you days before you get there, right? So it's having to really weigh down things. And that is going to be the million dollar decision. Now, it has nothing to do with the price, but rather what is the risk right? That you are going to choose in order for you to get to the certain destination that you want to go to, right? So I want you to think about objectivity and what are you willing to risk or experience, okay? Third, Third is the energetics and capability to receive. (laughs) Now, this is something that you really, really want to take time on. All right. I would love you to digest it as well. But it's true, though. If you want more of what you want, you've got to really ask yourself deeply if you're ready to receive what you really, really want. Okay, it's like saying you want to have, let's just say, 300 people in a ballroom. Okay, you want to have 300 people in the ballroom, but the ballroom that you only rented out or you you bought or you saved is just fit for 30 people, right? Now, it doesn't make sense, right? It won't be able to accommodate the number of people. Plus, of course, or maybe when you send out your invitation, you only send the invitation to 10 people instead of 300 people. So naturally, right, you won't be able to receive as much as you prepared for. Okay, so having to choose expansion also requires you to stretch beyond. Okay, what you think the only way for you to really know if you can have more of what you want is by choosing to have a bigger game a bigger room and prepare on what support you may need in order for you to serve those who will be coming inside your space preparation meets luck, okay and by asking for support you get to actually have not just what you need but exactly what you want Okay, now why did I start with these three shifts? Okay, I promise you you're gonna have the step-by-step strategies, okay? But the reason is because I want you to fully understand that when you generously give, you've got to practice excellence in receiving too. And everything boils back down to the courage to make million dollar decision. Because again, you can do hard things and make them simple. Now, I would really want you to know that your time is worth it your energy is worth it your presence or even the money that you spend it's just a matter of you recognizing what is really worth your time your energy your presence, and of course where would you want to put that hard-earned money and how are you going to double cut ritual 10x 20x how many x that may be right it's having to have all these decisions now As for the strategy, in terms of scaling your business between $100,000 to $250,000 cash months or maybe having that $10,000 to $20,000 cash months, pushing to meet your next level will require you these four things. Now, I'm going to be talking about the strategy here now, okay? So there's four things that I'm about to break down with you will be very specific. And also, I'm going to share with you how you'll be able to finally break that income ceiling. Okay, so inside my programs, I've got my clients who has crossed more than $100,000 cash months and have current... Clients are starting to bank $20,000 consistently as well, serving the local market. So I'd love you to stop putting a restriction from yourself or resisting from knowing that it's totally possible for you too, okay? So whatever this belief that no one is going to buy from you. If they're your Asian, you're a local, or if it's not in dollars or whatever, right? I mean, those are all not true, okay? So I want you to know that the $20,000 cash month is not a pipe dream, okay? Because you can definitely collapse time, okay, and have it in, in a month. Are you ready for that? Okay, so let me remind you again. It's not true when they say you'd have to do more in order for you to have more or get you to the next level. So, the first step to scaling your business is for you to have a product. If you're starting from scratch or zero, obviously, this is something you need to fully identify and produce. Now, how would you know it's going to sell or if it's exactly what people need. Well, I assume that you're a coach, a consultant, or a service-driven entrepreneur who'd want to create transformational programs. So the keyword here is transformation. Okay, transformational. The guarantee is by identifying and articulating the value of your offer where the transformation is obvious. The pricing, it really doesn't really matter, um, honestly, at this point, because if you're starting, the goal here is to validate and get your product out there and go through the process of client delivery. But if you're already, let's just say, in a five thousand or eight thousand dollar mark and it's just not really getting into that stability. Now, this is where I invite you to really validate and revalidate your offer. OK, so if you're wondering if you need tons of products in order for you to reach that 100000 to $250,000 cash year, I'd love you to stop there and focus on just one signature program, okay, just one. I remember when I was in the startup world, what I've learned and I applied in my business actually is that, and I, what I teach my clients is that it's important for us to have our MVPs tested until you get to ensure that your asset, your operations, your client delivery, and your expectations are met. Okay, so MVP, your most valuable product, typically are the first 100 clients and from those 100 clients, you get to tweak and optimize your way of doing things until you get to have the desired result many times over. And it requires not just one hit wonder, but rather a collective number of people gaining series of amazing results. So, Maybe this could be a private coaching package or a small number of people in a cohort style if you're starting or have a group program where you slowly yet consistently enroll in clients month on month or maybe a mastermind perhaps or even a course. So maybe if you're thinking having a membership, I know tons of people also have been doing this, but I don't really recommend for you to explore memberships for now because you will need tons of cash reserves because typically memberships are too low of a cost. Yet the energy you need to expel and the tools you need to pay for are crazy heaps, right? You need a whole lot of work, especially if it's community events driven. It'll take a lot of your time and long runway to make it profitable. So... What I would say here is when you're finally reached, let's just say you're consistent ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars months for at least four months straight, this is where I'd love you to assess your buyer's decision process. So if you're not yet consistent with that ten thousand to twenty thousand dollar months, I would love you to check on your buyer's decision process. Okay, so and for you to focus on buyer's decision process and your client delivery. I suspect you've been launching, let's just say, by this time, if you're hitting like $10,000 or $20,000 as cash injections, maybe you are launching, no, not maybe, you're probably launching every now and then, maybe five, four to six times in a year. You may also have all these cash injections, but in between, it's kind of like zero, right? So you've got these months that are not generating consistent leads or it's not enrolling clients. Am I right? So as someone who advocates launches, don't don't get me wrong, I love launching. Right. This powerful strategy can take a backseat for a bit and strategically be implemented as you build your business, as you expand your business. And then eventually you're going to get there again and use your launches for you to expand your business. Right. Now, in my business, we are in my programs, we've got our own way of launching, and I'm sharing this with you right now. And we call it Power Launch. It's actually really powerful because it makes you visible, gain authority, credibility, the pulls as you build a community. Now, the difference between how other people launch to our Power Launch is that with our Power Launch, there's no such a thing as having zero months, <laughs> right? Because the next step here is for you to think about rolling enrollment process in between those launches. If your business is not generating leads of of at least three to seven qualified leads every single day and you don't have a business. You actually have a very expensive hobby. So if you do want to have consistent $20,000 cash a month all year round, not just four months, but all year round, your launches should be paired with something rolling that gets them into the client decision process, buyer's process, so that when you open your cohort again, they're ready to buy and you'd be able to welcome them with ease, flow, and fun. And of course the best part things will become more predictable too now the key metric here that i would love you to understand is that as much as we love those big cash months that launches does um, i would love you to pay attention to this key metric which is monthly recurring revenue okay so the next big move um best mood for you to scale your business is to really stay aware of what you're doing, the pulse of your business, and if it's actually operating like a machinery every single day. Because again, this is foundational. It's non-negotiable. It will be tough for you to reach 50, 60, 100, or maybe your seven figures if you don't have the strong foundation in place, okay? The reason why I love my clients to really practice power launches is because it trains them to have the discipline when it comes to repetition and mastering their messaging the Way they show up until they nail it. Okay. And as they welcome people inside their programs, this is where they also get to train themselves into becoming better coaches and leaders, too. Once you've got these in place, your capacity to receive will exponentially grow even more because you're ready. You're ready to operate with the right support, you have a curriculum, you have a pathway, you know how to take your clients from point A to point B, and you already have a product that is proven and validated from the messaging down to the execution. So It's not just a one-hit wonder, but your clients are actually gaining results, right? Massive, crazy, crazy results, right? So. What about strategy? You know, I know that you're asking for sales strategy and I promise that as well. Right, you'll be building out a funnel as you launch and then you will optimize this, you will tweak this and as you get to use this asset, you are going to, of course, improve it many times over until it works perfectly by its own, right? The sales strategy here is for you to pay attention to the metrics as you get good in delivering your message and strengthening your visibility and presence as a market industry leader. Now, I would love you to link take a look at your calendar, okay? Take a look of your calendar and have maybe around 60 to 90 days sprints. Identify when are you going to open your cohort, when will you have a rolling invitation to even, you know, having um, a wait list or maybe this is where you get in to invite them to have a deposit, right? So that when they open, when you open your cohort, there'll be the first one in line, right? And Or maybe something to fill certain number of spots and then you're going to start a certain time period. Right? So you can actually have that. The strategy here is getting good at one thing and really being known for it. Okay. So my question to you is this do you get to have yourself felt often or do you fall off every once in a while if you're not reaching your ten thousand dollar months or haven't reached twenty thousand dollar months yet? Are you still coasting around? Are you coasting around? And have you started started becoming complacent when you got your big cash months and then you're like, oh, okay, this is good, right? And then you have this burst of visibility once in a while and then suddenly it dies down, right? So I want to ask you this because if you wanted to really Go for the $20,000 cash months, and of course, hopefully, beyond that, right? You want to get good in your presence. You want to get good in terms of um, in, introducing yourself and having that recall to your market, right? You want to be- let the world know who you are and what you do, how you can help them. And when you open your doors for enrollment, this is where they're all going to flock all together and wanting to work with you. Because again, your presence is very, very important. If you want to scale, I'd love you to be visible and pay attention to building a community of raving fans who'd follow you, who'd love to see your journey, and as they take themselves to that journey too, they get to grow together with you. So my suggestion is for you to archive those key pieces on your content, right? Have a content back so that you get to reuse them, repurpose them and make automation work for your presence. Because again, you don't have to be doing tons of things, but rather you got to be smart. Okay, it's smart work over hard work. And of course, at some point, you'd have to start somewhere when it comes to content that you're going to do the macro game rather than the micro game, macro game, meaning you're going to go for macro content, which is like live streams, podcasting, anything that is long form content, and then you splice them all into short form content. And these are the micro content, right? This is why we do things intentional with the transformation in mind as the highlight of what we do. And we put on social, of course, you want to have the meat in front of your audience. And mind you, posting is not a lead generation activity, but it supports as you nurture those leads, those humans who journey with you. And this is important because sales process is important and it's part of your buyer's decision process. When you have a sales process, you get to build relationship, conversations, and of course, connection. Content is a key into taking your people into that buyer's decision process. Again, content, is a lead nurturing tool, okay? So you need to have a lead generation process wherein it will drive people to your space. Now, what are these three things, okay? First, could be your accelerants if you have ads. Number two is shared audiences. This is where maybe you ask for your friends, if you can share in other communities or maybe on podcasts. And of course, the other one would be like media. Also, you can turn on media so that people will be able to know at scale on who you are. Okay so show up for your clients help your clients create content and get visible focus on your sales business is going to be a whole ton of easier whole ton of fun and easier for you as you scale when you get to build your credibility, your assets, your foundation in place. So focus on just one or two social media, one primary, one secondary. Get to know where your people are hanging out, because eventually, as you welcome these people, you will need to identify where are my people coming from, where are they coming from? Meaning this is where you get to double down on when it comes to content. Right. And of course, your team. Right. The team doesn't necessarily mean you're going to outsource right away. Right? Most often, if you're starting up until $20,000, and this is where you're going to leverage on automations, Right, this is where you get to streamline your systems and your processes so that when the time comes that you will be hiring, okay when the time comes that you will be hiring you already have the system and processes in place and you know the client delivery process and you know specifically what are the tasks that they need to do and what are the revenue generating activities and of course your mindset your mindset is like everything in what you do because when your mindset is right you get to show up as her okay so i want you to ask your Ask yourself this question. Ask you as we end this podcast episode. I want you to ask yourself what would the six-figure version of you looks like. What is she doing now? Um, what are the money-generating activities that she's doing? What are the who are the people that she is serving, right? And show up as her already and act accordingly. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to buy that purse, that handbag, or the car, but rather I would love you to to. to um, dive deeply into that embodiment on the way that she does, the way that she thinks, the million dollar decision, how does she make decisions and what, I mean, how does it affect her and the people that surround her? And of course, ask yourself too, as she also received the best client, is she also becoming the best client? Is she the best client also to her coaches too and to people that she is responsible and accountable to, right? So I want you to step into those and I hope that today's a strategy that and also as I gave you and laid down the breakdown on how you'll be able to make it happen and have that consistent $20,000 cash month. Again, don't be in a hurry, okay? Because everything is foundational. Money is going to follow. It's going to flow, especially once you've got all your system, your process, and your structure in place. It's all about mindset, strategy execution there's no such a thing as a million dollar idea there are only million dollar executions all right so i hope that you enjoyed today's session again do let me know if um this helped you and what else um that will you would love to listen from the ambitious tribe podcast and i am so excited to catch you and hear from you soon until next time